Happy Tuesday, everyone. June 28, 2022, and welcome to episode number 355 of The Study Session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you so much for joining me here today for another episode. Can't wait to talk to you about the Steelers' depth chart at wide receiver. That article has been posted on the site. Hopefully, you've had a chance to check that out. We're going to get into my analysis there. And today is June 28th. We only have two more days left in this month. We know that training camp begins on July 26th. So for those of you mathematicians out there, there are 28 days until the beginning of training camp. How great is that? We are finally going to get to see this new look Pittsburgh Steelers team quarterback and all, whether that's Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. It's going to be Mitch Trubisky. All these fresh faces, new coaching staff. It's going to be so exciting on the 26th to see that happen. Remember, this year, the preseason has been shortened by a game, so it's only three preseason contests that the team will be playing in. That's going to limit some of the opportunities for the guys on the fringe, these guys that are 5th, 6th, 7th in the room. That especially applies to the wide receiver room I'm going to talk about today. But again, just a beautiful thing that training camp is only 28 days away. So wide receiver. Wide receiver. We keep spending all this time talking about the quarterback position and who's going to be throwing the passes. Right now, it seems that it's going to be Mitchell Trubisky, who is going to be the starting quarterback, his veteran experience, mobility, all those things translate into him being the first man up. But Kenny Pickett's going to be waiting in the wings. Remember my take on Mason Rudolph. He's going to be traded at some point. But we're talking all about the quarterback, but we really haven't spent a lot of time talking about who the quarterback's going to be throwing to. So I took a look at the depth chart today. I want to get into that. And it starts with two players at the top, Deontay Johnson, obviously, and Chase Claypool. And it's hard to believe that these are now the veterans, quote, unquote, veterans in this Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver room. Now, the two knocks on both Johnson and Claypool are their focused and sometimes lack of discipline. Specifically with Deontay Johnson, two years ago he had significant problems with drops. He started 2021 locked in. I don't think he had a drop pass until we got into double-digit games, but then they started to rear their ugly heads at inopportune times, and focus was an issue for him. And with Chase Claypool, immaturity, emotional issues, not being able to control his demeanor and attitude on the field would sometimes result in penalties that hurt the team. And not to mention, too, his issues with concentration where it looked like he was going to secure a catch and wasn't able to bring it in. So 
these guys have to show that those problems have been overcome, that they won't be issues in 22. And they have to step up and be leaders. It's time. Johnson wants paid. He's got to step up. He's got to show that he could be a leader. And it doesn't mean a vocal leader who's all rah-rah, but a leader through his play, through example. Chase Claypool, same thing. So a lot of attention is on those two. And they're going to be needed because they drafted two guys to come in and contribute right away. And they're going to be expected to contribute right away. And they address the biggest need at the wide receiver position that I talked about all last offseason, and that was speed. But both George Pickens out of Georgia and Calvin Austin out of Memphis, they have speed in bunches. A little different in how that looks for each player. Pickens is your vertical, deep threat, combat catch guy who is going to be able to just manhandle defensive backs and make acrobatic catches. He's shown it. He's inexperienced, doesn't have a ton of catches in college, but he's got the the talent. Austin, on the other hand, is your shifty guy, your nimble guy who's able to stop on a dime, maintain speed, accelerate. Human joystick, comparable Tyreek Hill. I'm not saying he's Tyreek Hill whatsoever, but a similar type of play style. And so both of those guys are going to be counted on to contribute in year one. They're needed. And it doesn't mean that they're going to start and play 90% of the snaps, but they're going to be caught on for at least 40 to 50% of the snaps. So Pickens and Austin look like your third and fourth wide receivers. And then your fifth guy at this point, and things can change, will be Gunnar Olszewski, who came over to the team from the Patriots, spent three years there, an outstanding all-pro special teamer, return man. He has speed. He's going to contribute in that area, there's no doubt. Was given limited opportunities in the passing game, only nine catches during his three seasons, 14.1 yard average per reception. So maybe he just wasn't given the opportunity, but a lot of positive buzz around him during OTAs and minicamp. And it seems that he's got a lock on that fifth spot. It's hard to envision that being wrestled away from him, especially with what he is able to offer in the return game. And if he could translate that speed into being a reliable fifth receiver, then chalk that up as a win for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Beyond Olszewski, you get into the bottom end of the depth chart. And as it stands right now, I see the team only keeping five wideouts. Now they could keep six. It just depends on what this team values or if a player really emerges. But I think it's safe to say it's going to be five. Maybe one or two of these guys will be stashed on the practice squad. But you have Miles Boykin who came over from Baltimore a guy that the Steelers looked at before he was drafted. He's a size speed guy. 
That never really translated into production with Baltimore. It's why they let him go. He's going to compete probably for that fifth spot because, remember, you do have return options with Austin. And then you have Anthony Miller, Cody White, who both were with the team last year. Cody White got more snaps, more opportunities than Miller did. We'll hold the jury out on what Miller can do until this training camp concludes. But more than likely, these guys won't make the 53-man roster, maybe practice squad. And then you have Tyler Vaughns, who's more than likely just a camp body. And then Tyler Sneed, who's a player that I talked about whenever I was reviewing all the free agents. This is the kid out of East Carolina, if you remember who has a heart as big as the moon, no quit, relentless attitude, was a fan favorite at East Carolina, threw some passes, did it all. And so I'm not saying he's going to make it, but you know my affinity for undrafted rookie free agents, for those underdogs. He is definitely that, standing at 5'7". He is under the dogs, literally. So want to see what he can bring, what he can contribute. But more than likely, he'll have a camp opportunity, and that will be it. So your top five receivers heading into week one, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, George Pickens, Calvin Austin, Gunnar Olszewski, I have a hard time seeing any of those other six players making the roster. But it should be an improved unit because of that addition of speed. But it's all going to depend on how these rookies develop and grow. What are your thoughts on this wide receiver room? What's your take? Would love to hear it. Drop me a line in the comments below. And studies, that's going to do it for episode number 355. As I said at the top of the show, it is June 28th. And it just so happens that there are 28 days until training camp. Very excited about that. Can't wait to get into all that content with you, with the Yins. Yins beautiful studies. Don't forget that I'll be headed out to training camp August 4th, 5th, and 6th. We'll be bringing you coverage. I'll be at the... Steelers preseason home opener coverage coming from that don't forget I would love to connect with you we could do that one of three ways you can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page you can hit me up via email at the still study at gmail.com and you can also give me a follow on twitter at still study would love to connect with you get your question comment feedback on the show every Saturday I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag would love for you to be a part of that where you drive the content and you make it happen don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel. It is linked in the show notes. Jim has covered the team since 1995. Not recording a new episode this week. We'll be back soon. I'll let you know when that'll be coming. And don't forget the Still Studies now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and conveniently get the new episodes delivered right to your feed. Studies, I hope you have a beautiful Tuesday, man. Loving life out here in Eastern PA. Sending nothing but positive vibes and happiness to all of you. And I will see you back here on Wednesday 
for episode number 356 of The Study Session. Peace.